what is up everybody thank you so much for joining me in this episode of black women cry too it is true i don't know what you've heard but girl black women do cry (laughs) this is a podcast where we discuss different issues going on in the black community and how it affects black women their emotional responses, their highlights in their life, and we just talk of different stories that happen to different women all across the world. So thank you so much for joining me in this episode. I will not waste any of your time, so let's go ahead and get started. episode we're going to be discussing black women in corporate america it's a place in history that black women were never meant to enter but yet somehow we were able to knock down the door of corporate america as in a recent study black women are less likely to make it to the corner office like olivia pope many black women dream of having a successful career and an amazing wardrobe such as hers But the reality of the racial sacrifices black women must make in a career like hers is serious and it has tremendous amounts of mental and emotional effects on their well-being. Much like Mrs. Pope's father in the show who reminds his daughter in that crazy scene where she's standing on the runway and he's about to send her off to some I don't know where, he tells his little girl that she has to be twice as good twice as good to get half of what they have referring to you know her white counterpart this lesson rings true for all black women in every single career path because according to a harvard business review that the corporate scene is getting much less diverse than ever during a time when it seems like every single company wants to diversify their team they have diversity diversity leaders and whatnot so what's really the tea and what are black women in corporate america right now experiencing what's the emotional tax and how does it affect them how does it affect their mentality their self-esteem and what's the history of black women in corporate what's the history of black women working period So a bit of history. There have been many obstacles that didn't allow black women to work in corporate offices around the world. But the push to have black women amongst their white counterparts was a hard shift for American people. It started with black women working in the military. Well, really women working in the military. During the 1940s, there was a new program development created for white women called the Women's Army Corps, in short, WAC, which later allowed black women to join around 1942. It was a program designed to teach women suitable feminine jobs, such as clerical work, medical technician, and some of, some of the women became drivers and aircraft mechanics. But when the women began working, they were subjected to menial tasks such as washing and cleaning, basically maid work, which 
most of the black women went to the army to escape from. Black women also tried to attend the schools for driving courses and they were denied access because there weren't any classes for black women. Well, that's when everything changed. On March 9th, 1945, all of the black women who were in this program decided to go on a strike. They were tired of having these jobs. They came to the army to learn real things and to be a patriot of their country. Well, this ended with a court-martial investigation. But the women decided that they would rather take death than to go back to work. During this court-martial investigation, they actually deemed that the motor pool did not discriminate because they offered classes for white women and black men, so the program was deemed enough. Black women weren't even considered in this program. They weren't even considered anything in this program, which is so sad. The discrimination went even further. The director, Oveta Koop Hobby, established policies that had black women, a black female commander for every black female unit. This actually isolated the women even further. It created more segregation because the women didn't have to report to anybody but their black commander. So the director also refused to send black women overseas because she was actually concerned about sexual promiscuity. (sighs) She only allowed the black women to go overseas during the last year of the war because she was pressured into it. And herself being a female is actually like so ridiculous. Well, anyways, while the army showed concern for white women, When they complained about having to work as orderlies, they created medical classes for them and reassigned them to better and different jobs of their choices. But when the black women complained about their concerns, they were disregarded and they were seen as constant complainers who performed poorly. When the black women went on trial, many protested it, such as civil rights leaders, officers of President Franklin D. Roosevelt, and the Secretary of War, Henry Simpson, which forced the War Department to quickly drop the charges and release the women back into their units. Hooray! You would think that this is an amazing feat for the women. But when they got back to their camps, the women realized that there wasn't even any changes to the to their actual jobs they went back and throughout the remainder of the program they remained orderlies and did menial work throughout the entire the entirety of their um, program but these women did pave the way for other careers and they helped black women to get to higher places Okay, so let's jump back into modern times, 2018. Black women are still facing so much opposition and 
they face so much emotional tax in every single career. Issues such as emotional tax of working in a predominantly white environment where women have to learn key tactics in order to be successful, so to speak. Tactics such as identity shifting and what is the cost to identity shift? Assimilating to a dominant culture and inauthenticity, confronting and dismantling stereotypes. All of these have serious effects on the mental well-being. Also, things like being a model black citizen and loads of other key actions black women have to learn. Throughout my research, I have found many personal interviews and key research where black women express their feelings towards having to change their identity all of the time and make themselves appear most, more socially fit for the work culture. Doing small things such as reading up on the news instead of being on black Twitter <laughs> or learning other things such as art and fine dining. The emotional tax is what it's called or the black tax as some people say because black people suffer from it the most. It's this emotional responsibility and burden black women must endure due to their constant need to code switch throughout their career. From feeling different from their colleagues to black women wanting to be successful and having to show that they are actually like smart (laughs) and that can really take a toll on them. It is proven that emotional tax has serious, serious health concerns and it can lead to stress, high blood pressure, and so many other things that black people already suffer from. Many black women discuss in the research that I've seen that they have to change their routines. They have to learn new things and learn how to connect to their colleagues in different and new ways. Learning activities such as golf, poker, or becoming overprepared in every single thing that they do, being overprepared during meetings or overprepared during their presentations so that they never make a mistake or they have to avoid coming across an unprofessional encounter. These are just the small things that they have to experience all of the time. So in order to avoid that, they become overprepared. And it can be very stressful to be overprepared because now you have to worry about a whole bunch of work that you didn't have to worry about just um, that it is connected to this presentation or to their, their current meeting that they're going to have. A little bit of science. So, well, sorry, no, statistics. <laughs> when black employees feel different at work, they are also more likely to not take on professional risk or speak about work, which can cause them to stay in the same position for longer than they want. Black women who feel like they're being treated differently also are less productive and feel stressed. Black women also work harder and longer hours and in turn can negatively affect their home life, their well-being, and their mentality. But all of these issues seem like nothing there's nothing to do that you just have to push through them and find the light at the end of the tunnel well there are a few solutions 
Okay, so let's come up with some solutions. Any ideas? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> so it seems like it's a hefty price to pay to have a career in America. You have to worry about so many things that are out of your control. The people that you surround, you're surrounded by, your white peers. You have to worry about how you act. You have to worry about learning new skills and new abilities. And sometimes you have to even learn how to talk white, as they say. So many new things and so many frustrating things to become successful. So is it really worth it? If we can't eliminate emotional tax, can we at least minimize it? People can try and make more inclusive workplaces. One where black women feel valued for their work and their differences. Um, they feel like they can relate to other people on their team. Finding a group of women to discuss the trouble of work with is always a good idea. Like the women of this podcast that I'm listening to, it's it's a it's a personal take on corp- uh, on corporate work culture. Common thing with these girls because I knew it would bring up a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're both very strong black women mm-hmm. and they've both admitted to adjusting how they act when it comes to work. Attitude. Attitude. So I think it, there's some truth to it, but I think that I learned to leave that at the door, fight every battle in a corporate environment, and I am aware that probably my default is that, to sort of be aggressive and roll my eyes and shake my head and put my hand on my hips. Like you have now. Like I have it now. Um, So I'm very aware of that, and I make a point to not do it. So I purposely diffuse the situation. So do you feel like you're not being your true self then? Of course not. Of course not. There's no room for your true self in a corporate environment. We're all acting. HR is involved. You can't not follow protocol you leave your true self at home if i'm upset about something and i show emotion oh i'm ghetto now right you know like oh she got ghetto in the meeting like no right you annoyed me because Mm -hmm. you said something ignorant and i called you out on it yeah but it doesn't make me ghetto ghetto yeah (laughs) absolutely and if you weren't black it wouldn't be labeled as ghetto right yeah. So there's always yeah. that tricky, and there there has, has someone been, said that to you before that you no, were get it? No, you get the look. Or I get the look, or there's like this feeling of like regret when you do show emotion because it's like, oh, like I allowed them to like mm-hmm. take me there, or I allowed them to yeah. like see that side of me that I've been like camouflaging camouflaging or like you know that's not like my professional like articulate like corporate self you know that's not I'm in my suit now and I'm like this is who I am the armor that we wear every day as we go out in the world as black women right you know I don't think and this is an assumption maybe other cultures do this I don't know I'm black I can only speak as a black woman I'm so There are so many different versions of myself. Mm -hmm. 
well as you can see there really isn't any large solution it's just kind of what you do it's really in a way of learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because learning to manage being uncomfortable and handling other people's reactions to your differences is the best way to keep a sane and sound mind <laughs> as sad as it may be and the next and final step that will help combat any problematic racial situation is self-care and above all else self-care <laughs> you know we can continue going and saying that we need to change the minds of others and we need to protest and all of this but in the midst of counteracting what people think we also have to take care of ourselves and take care of one another and we all know that black women are the least of people's worries unfortunately black women need to take care of themselves because no one else does well that's this week's episode <laughs> thank you guys so much for hanging out with me and thank you for listening to black women cry because we do all the time so i'm so happy you guys liked this week episode hopefully you did let me know um and again i am your host harmony i will see you next time